Hi everyone, this is Reverend Nicola here, just popping up into your podcast feed unannounced, which is always nice to be a little surprise in the day. Um, And this is a new series that I'm starting, which is aimed at those of you who are completely brand new to church. In fact, that's a bit of a lie. It's not just aimed at those who are brand new at church, because if you've been around for a while, there might be things that you just want to explore again afresh. I've always found it really amazing when I've done um, little courses in church with people that sometimes people can be in church for their whole life and never really get the opportunity to ask some of the basic questions that they want to ask. So this is a place for you too. (laughs) But it's particularly for those of you who have come into all of this brand new, as I did um, a few years ago, and you just want to know some of the basics. So the things that you've wanted to ask, but there's never really felt like there's anybody to ask or you don't really know how to frame the question and so things like what is prayer and how do you actually do it who actually was Jesus and what's the deal with the trinity good questions (laughs) the basics on baptism anything really that you can think of that you would like to know more about about the Christian faith or about church or about spirituality Um, This is going to be the place where you can hear a little bit more about that. So today, to kick off our little series, we're going to be thinking a bit about the Bible. So the Bible for beginners. And I actually have in my hands, it's probably the world's rattiest Bible. (laughs) It's um, a Bible that I got, the first one I ever bought for myself when I first um, started thinking about Christianity and just exploring it for myself. I bought this book in a charity shop in Bristol where I was at uni um, and it is it must have been published in the 80s because it is so 80s it's um it's kind of got a little purpley cover I'm gonna have to take a picture and share it on one of our on Instagram or Facebook it's hilarious um so it's got a lovely world on the cover and it's got a great um kind of Times New Roman the greatest book on earth written across the front um but this bible was just a real saviour to me because I hadn't read anything really from the Bible since I was at primary school I would say and even then I wasn't really reading the Bible I was just hearing perhaps the stories from it so this was my first experience of reading the Bible and when I opened it up which I'm doing now to have another look again it has this absolutely brilliant introduction So it says, welcome to the Bible, start here for a journey of discovery. And it gives a little introduction of what the Bible is. Um, It gives you some signposts for particular things. So it says um, thinking about praying or um, even sleeplessness, thankfulness, and gives you some little references to look up. Um, It gives you some landmarks for some of the big stories. Again, you might remember from earlier in your life, from school or times you've been in church. Um, And then it goes on to little plans to lead you through the Bible. And that's what I started with. I started reading these journey plans through the Bible. And they were so, so good because they gave me the... A bit of a roadmap, I suppose, really, and showed me some of the major stories and the major parts of the Bible and started to help me to kind of make sense of it. 
Because one of the big things that often happens when people pick up the Bible is that they think, okay, a book, lovely, yep, front cover, back cover, I'll start at the beginning and I'll start reading and we'll see how we go. Seems sensible, (laughs) and in some ways it is, but actually what you will very quickly find is that you will land yourself somewhere in the book of Leviticus, which is a whole load of pretty obscure rules, which are interesting in their own way, but perhaps not if you're a first-time reader of the Bible, and you sort of run aground. And what you very quickly discover is that the Bible isn't actually one book. It's a library of books all contained within those two covers. Those books are in some ways in order, but in other ways not. They're all different kinds of genre. Um, They're written at very different times by different people. So it's not an easy book to just pick up and dive into. So that's really what I want to explore today a little bit, is to just give you a few really quick pointers about what the Bible is and how you can read it um, and engage with it when you're just starting out with reading it for the first time. So the first and perhaps the most obvious question when you think about reading the Bible is why read it? (laughs) Which might sound a bit obvious. Um, You're here listening to a podcast about reading the Bible, so probably interested in reading it. Um, But actually, even if you've been in church or been a Christian for a really long time, it can be really easy to just not pick up the Bible. And I don't think we should beat ourselves up about this because it is a tricky book. It is a hard book to read. It's a hard book to dip into. As I say, it's written over this huge span of history, which I think is part of the joy of it and the wonder of it, really. But that also makes it difficult. There's a there's a background to every single book of the Bible that, that we may not know when we pick it up. So some of it might seem obscure or it might seem difficult to get into and we, we don't understand the context for it. So it's not always an easy thing to to pick it up and we might not always be motivated to do that. So I just want to go through a few reasons, really, just to start thinking about why it might be worth engaging with it and just a really basic roadmap for how you might do that. And then we're going to look at some resources that I hope will really help you if you want to take this forwards. So the first reason, why bother? Um, I think the first thing is that it is a challenging book because it spans such a huge range of history. But I think that's also why it's such a joy and why it's so deep and rich and can give us so much and can be the kind of book that actually I've been reading it now for, oh my gosh, 15 years, I suppose now. Um, And I'm still going (laughs) and I still don't know everything and I'm still finding new things um, and it's still challenging me and inspiring me. That's a pretty amazing book that you can keep doing that with. So I think that is because of its complexity. So as much as that makes it hard sometimes to grapple with it, its complexity is what also makes it really amazing. So one thing I really love about that, about it being that sort of complex book, is that it is this record of one nation, of the nation of Israel, as they grapple with God over many, many hundreds of years in really, really different contexts. So we go from the 
early days of them being this little um, community together and figuring out who they are up to being this kingdom of all the splendor of the world and then to being having their city destroyed and being taken off into exile um, into the stories of Jesus being this sort of um, wandering prophet and then into the early church where we have this community that was tiny and persecuted and we get to hear their their experiences but also how they're understanding God in those settings and I think that's why the Bible is so rich for us because whatever we're going through in life there's probably someone in the Bible who has been through that in another period of history and we can read about that and just draw from that really for our own experience and our own lives so I love it for that reason I also love it again it's interesting it's just um, striking me that so much of so many of the reasons why I think it's worth um, bothering with are part of the reasons that make it quite hard (laughs) so there you go nothing good comes easy does it um but one of the really interesting things i think is um the different genres of the bible so within the bible you have all different kinds of writing so you have history books you have kinds of biographies you have sort of legends sort of stories that were told around the campfires about where these people came from and how they understood themselves you have books of wisdom so there are proverbs in there and poems of wisdom and and people just writing these long reflections about life and what is life about and what does life mean and um, just questioning everything really Um, and then you have letters as well so written to a specific group of people in history um, talking to them about anything from the big questions of how to live your life big questions of who god is um a whole range of things it's fascinating and that i think is part of the joy of the bible and what makes it worth bothering with is that um huge range that you can go from a time where you might be reading the psalms which are songs and poetry to going back to maybe the book of Genesis, which is those sort of campfire stories, as I think of them, um, the sort of foundational stories, and be thinking about, well, why are human beings how we are? Like, why do we do this? And, you know, talk about the the struggles that go on always in every generation. Um, The stories of Genesis really reflect on that and kind of say, where do we come from and why are we how we are? Um, So it's, yeah, there's something for everything really um and to keep our interest going i think we can always be dipping in and finding new things and reflecting on new things which i find just fascinating and i also find that the one thing i really love about it is as you start to dip into those different areas in the bible so whether you're looking at those campfire stories of genesis or looking at some of the history books and when israel was a kingdom or when you look at the biographies the stories of jesus or the letters to the early church they are such different times written in such different contexts by very different people and yet for me i can hear a consistent voice 
And it's like there's a golden thread running through the book. And I honestly see the same God. There's different interpretations of that God, for sure, (laughs) I think. Um, And people see God and God's action in the world differently. And those differences are fascinating to look at. But I hear the same voice throughout the book, which I find extraordinary, given that it's written over all those hundreds of years. But that is such an interesting process to read those different parts of the Bible and to hear that voice and to see what what strikes you, like what what jumps out for you as what is consistent in the Bible and what is different. And so I love it for that. And I think also it's worth bothering with, I suppose for its, uh, its... legacy I don't know if that's the right word that I'm thinking of but it's um it's worth engaging with it for the fact that it's been so beloved I suppose by so many people and that it has been for so many people a support for life so I mentioned earlier that um you know I think you can find any experience in life I think you can find an equivalent in the bible um and it's fascinating, actually, as you have different kinds of people reading the Bible, how they can see their own experiences in it. So it always brings to mind Desmond Tutu in South Africa and when they were talking about apartheid and he was saying they just should never have put a Bible in our hands. Because <laughs> when we read that and when they read those foundational stories of the um, Exodus, I'll come back to that if you don't know what that is, but the... Um, the people of Israel escaping from Egypt to freedom and in their hands in these people's hands who were oppressed and held back from everything they could be they read that story and they saw that promise of freedom and even more than that they saw that God was with those that little band of people who were forced into slavery and that God was behind them and God was Um, leading them to freedom and that was the most powerful thing for them to have that story in their hands so our stories may not be um, quite so dramatic and extraordinary as that one but we'll find all sorts of experiences in the bible that we might share so at the moment I've been thinking I've been writing a bit about uh, motherhood and pregnancy and birth And you wouldn't think there would be that much um, in the Bible that draws on that. I mean, how many times have you heard um, a talk in church or people talking about birth or motherhood in the Bible? But there's so much. It's so rich that I've already written about 30 different reflections on um, different women's experiences um, and different ideas about birth and motherhood in the Bible. And so whatever your experience is and and wherever you are in your life, I think there is always something that can really stick out to you. And just wisdom, really, and inspiration, which I don't know about you, but I'm always um, lacking (laughs) and needing. Wherever it comes from, I'll take it. Um, But it's great. I I love that about the Bible that I um, very rarely spend time with it or pick it up and don't come away with something that... Um, helps me in some way helps me to think in a different way or broadens my perspective um, or gives me um, a a little bit of hope even for a situation so we're now going to think a little bit about a sort of 
basic roadmap, a basic introduction to what the Bible is just to get you started. And then, as I said, a couple of tips about some places you can go to get started on reading it for yourself or getting back into it if that's what you want to do. So I'm going to tell you some real basics here. If you already know them, then just give yourself a little tick in this box. Um, But the Bible, as I said earlier, is actually a library. So um, when I'm, I actually have a set of dominoes that I have written the names of the Bible books on. And I have this little cabinet that I've made little shelves in to make it look like a library. And I take it in with me when I go and talk to children about the Bible and I show them Um, my little mini library (laughs) of bible books um, just to get that into their heads that actually it's not just one book it's many many books many many stories all within the covers of one book so yeah 66 books and it's separated into the old testament and the new testament so the old testament is um, the jewish scriptures um, and the new testament is um, the stories about jesus basically and the early church so the part that the christian faith has added on effectively to the old testament so the new testament is a lot shorter the old test and it covers a much shorter span of history and the old testament um covers hundreds and hundreds of years of the history of israel so there's different types of writing as well so I hinted at this earlier. So we start off in the Bible with the book of Genesis. And the only way that really makes sense to me, really, when I think about this is is the idea of sort of campfire stories that I mentioned earlier. So to me, Genesis is it's those foundational stories that a nation is telling about themselves and who they are answering their sort of why question as a community. Like, why are we here? Um, what's our purpose? Where do we come from? And that to me is Genesis. And I I just love reading those stories because I think that is fascinating how we understand ourselves. Then we move into Exodus, which is a similar kind of book. Um, and then into Numbers and Deuteronomy and Leviticus. And those are, and we start to get into some of the law there. Um, the law of early, of Israel in the early days. And then we come into um, Kings, which is, some of the history of, as you might expect, the kings of Israel. Um, And we continue on through and it follows that story of the nation of Israel um, emerging and becoming a people, settling in a land, um, growing and becoming a kingdom. And then eventually um, the destruction of that kingdom and the people going off into exile. And then, of course, in the New Testament, we have those stories of Jesus, his birth, tiny, tiny bit about his childhood and early years, and then um, lots of his teaching and um, descriptions that people have given of what they learned from him and their experience of Jesus. And then going on into Acts, which is a story of the early church, and then into the letters. So a whole host of little letters that mainly the Apostle Paul Um, who was a very early Christian um, who travelled around and set up a lot of churches. So they're mainly letters that he is writing back to his churches. So, you're still with me. (laughs) It's a lot. Um, But you'll also find, um, popped in there, books like the Psalms, as I mentioned, which are songs 
And the Psalms themselves span hundreds of years. Some of them go to before um, the nation, the temple and the nation of Israel was destroyed and the people went off into exile. And some are written during that time, some are written after and some are before. So it's the Psalms in themselves are a little history book. And then you have Proverbs, which is words of wisdom I'm, I'm just randomly see this is not a good practice ring the bible but i'm just randomly picking one out um oh let's have a look oh here we go this is a good one um as water reflects a face so a man's heart reflects the man interesting so that's the kind of thing you get in proverbs it's wisdom literature and people would have used you know hundreds of years ago thousands of years ago to um reflect on life and think about how to live life well then you have song of songs which is a beautiful love poem that strangely doesn't even mention god at all but there it is in the bible but it's beautiful beautiful love poem and you have books like the prophets like isaiah and jeremiah um ezekiel and they are um they're a sort of I guess like wandering holy men, really, who challenged what they saw going on in society at the time. Um, they very often, one of them ended up getting thrown into a pit, <laughs> into a well. That was the usual sort of treatment for a prophet. So probably not a job that anyone sought out, but there we go. Um, so we have their words, which is fascinating. Their prophecies that were gathered by, either written down by them or gathered by those who followed them. So a huge, huge, huge range of different types of writing, many, many different authors, many, many different times. Now, you might be thinking, how do I navigate through all of this? My goodness. Well, I've got a couple of things, a couple of suggestions and tips for you. You know, you can just dive in and see how you get on. That's fine. And you might find a little Bible like um, the one that I did, which... Oh, lovely Bible, who gives you this introduction um, to the different books. And, oh, it's just such a nice book, despite looking incredibly 80s. <laughs> it's really good. Um, so that's helpful. But one book I would really, really recommend and was a complete game changer for me when I first became a Christian and first started reading the Bible was it's called The Book of God, The Bible as a Novel. And it's by Walter Wangerin, which is a fantastic name. Um, and it really does what it says on the tin. So it is a novelization of the Bible. And it's pretty, I, I found it really true, actually, to, to the Bible. And it follows it really closely. So it's got eight parts to it um, following that story. But what's so brilliant about it is that it places... Um, so I mentioned just now that there are books of the prophets and there are history books. So the prophets, of course, came during a time of history that is in the Bible, but they are not together. Those books are not together. So um, so Isaiah was a prophet who um, was in the uh, court in with the kings. And but he is he's not next to that book does that make sense he, he's he's floating off with the prophets at the end of the bible and the history books are somewhere in the middle so what this novelization of the bible does is it places isaiah right in the action of what's happening so you start to then when you pick up the bible think oh yeah okay i know this person came at this point in history 
And so then when you read their words, you think, oh, yeah, okay, I get it. They're they're talking about this time and this king and this situation and what was happening in Israel at the time. So it's really, really helpful, I think. Um, And it just helps you to grasp that, um, like I was saying, that golden thread, that arc of the story that is in the Bible. um, It helps you to to grasp that. So it's really fab. And the other thing that I would recommend is if you start to read the Bible and you um, you find a particular book that you're finding really interesting, but just wondering what is the background to this what does this mean and how can I make sense of it for me as well um what it means for me today and Tom Wright has written a series of books so um it's whatever the name of the bible book is so um like Genesis so it would be called Genesis for everyone um and I think he's written one for every single book of the bible which is amazing Um, But they're really, really good because they're not too long. So he just does a little chunk um, and then gives you a little bit of explanation about it, about what was going on at the time, a bit of history. And it really is so helpful. Honestly, I can't say how many times I've dug into them. He's even got, I'm looking at one now, he's got little maps as well to show you sort of where in the world all this stuff was happening. So definitely recommend those. And the other thing I really recommend, which I love, I'm still um, working my way through it, but David Suchet has recorded um, the Bible, so it's in chunks um, for each day. I'm not at all following on with the days because I'm not disciplined enough to listen to it every day. Um, But it is, um, yeah, little chunks every day. So a chunk of Old Testament, chunk of New Testament and a psalm. Um, and he yeah so he's recorded that so I I got that on audible and it is wonderful just because he is such a fantastic um actor and the way he reads it I it just gives new power to words that I have heard probably hundreds of times now in in some cases so I definitely recommend that to to you if you'd like if you particularly if you like audiobooks and it's something you can listen to when you're cleaning or walking or whatever you're doing and I'll also I will dig into my lovely original old bible and I will produce a little reading plan um, that I will put on our blog on our website Um, I'll make sure I share a link to that Um, and I will put up a little reading plan just to get you started because for me that was the most useful thing was to have a kind of um route map really through the bible and to be able to um just get a flavor of some of the big stories that are there and and stories that will definitely um, ring some bells that you've heard before um, and you'll be able to read them in their original and again it helps to give you that kind of arc of the story and then you can go back and fill in the other bits and it'll it'll all make a bit more sense, definitely. So I hope that was um, helpful to you and interesting to you if you're interested in exploring the Bible. As I say, I'm going to try and pop up with a few um, different topics from time to time. Um, if you have any questions about any of this, then do feel free to um, contact me through our facebook page which is st mary and st barnabas church thatcham 
I believe, um, or our Instagram, which is St Barnabas Thatcher. So have a look there and you can send us a message um, and I will be really happy to answer any questions that you have or make any other recommendations um, if you would like any. So do feel free to do that. And likewise, if you have any topics that you think, I have no idea about that, I would love to hear a little bit more about that, then do let me know. I'm really happy to explore any topics that you might have. So have a fab rest of the day, whatever you're doing. And thank you so much for tuning in. See you next time.